This is ESO 61. It's called Summer Heidi Yes. Burnt Out and Bitey. Hiatus. Hiatus. Yeah, do you know what hiatus means? No, and just on take the break. It does mean taking a break. We're going to take a little break from the podcast for the summer. Is that okay for you? Sure. Hey, everyone. It's a very bright life. It sure is. Your life is so bright. I gotta wear shades. We are so happy that you're here with us. Let's do this thing. Well, hello. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Whatever time it happens to be when you are listening to episode 61 called Summer Hiatus Burned Out. I don't know if it was burned out or burnt out. Anyway, burned out and bitey. Is anyone else feeling like this right now? Like just like you're done, just feeling like a different version of yourself, like a short tempered, distracted, uh, unfocused, bitey version of yourself. Anyone else? Just me. I was on the phone the other day and I was chatting with a friend of mine and we were talking old school, you know, on the telephone. And I was explaining to her that I've been feeling just really grumpy and snappy lately. And I didn't like how it was making me feel. And she didn't hesitate. She jumped right on in to tell me that she totally got it and that she feels exactly the same way. And that her family calls it bitey, which I love. Um, They'll be like, oh, mom's a little bitey today. Or, ooh, that comment had a little bite to it. I'm going to use that. I love it so much. Avery calls it being spicy. I enjoy that too. But whatever you call it, it is okay to be bitey or spicy if that is how you're actually feeling in the moment. But sometimes lately, I don't feel in control of my spice level. Um, And my bite feels rather unpredictable. And that doesn't make me feel like a very good person or a very good parent because I am supposed to be the role model. Um, Like the other day, Avery and I were at um, Once Upon a Child, which is this secondhand store for kids' clothes. And so we were there to find a dress or an outfit or something for Avery to wear to this funeral that we were going to, which as an aside, this was the first funeral that I think Avery has been to that she could actually remember being at because she can't really remember being at her grandee's funeral, which was back when she was like, I think six or seven, something like that. She remembers it from photos, but not from the actual experience. So this funeral was for her best friend's grandma and Avery just wanted to be there to support her friend. But it occurred to me that because we're clearly not a religious family, the whole being in a church thing was very mysterious to her. So as we were sitting there in the pews waiting for the service to begin, Avery picks up the Bible and she's looking at it and she's like, uh, what's this book? And I was like, that is called a Bible. So she had no idea. And then as we stood up to sing a hymn, she was like, oh, we have to stand up again. There is a lot of standing and sitting in church. She's not wrong about that. And then we sang Amazing Grace, which Avery sang with so much 
feeling, like I had to point to the words in the Bible and she followed along and she sang with this, this gusto. And, and then when we were done in quite a loud voice, well, a loud voice for church, she was like, wow, I am a really good singer. <laughs> the people behind us totally laughed. You have to love that confidence. Anyway, um, yeah, that was, that was our experience at church. But um, back to Once Upon a Child. So we're there shopping. We're in the age, like 14 to 16 clothing section, because the store goes up to age 18 or 20, I think. And anyway, we're in our section. It's quite small. And this woman comes around the corner with her cart. And if you've ever been in this store, you know how narrow the aisles are. So she was basically nudging us with the end of her cart and totally encroaching upon our space. Like we were there first. I'm not saying I wasn't willing to share, but she kept shifting us over um, to the right until we were basically forced right out of the section. And it was totally irritating. So I said to Avery in a voice loud enough for her to hear, I'm like, well, there doesn't appear to be enough space in this section anymore. So why don't we just go over here and then we'll come back in a few minutes when it's not so crowded. I know it was totally passive aggressive and I, and I don't care because I'm done with frigging people. So we did come back a few minutes later and she was gone. So it was awesome. So we're looking through the clothes and then who should come along from the other end of the aisle back down towards us, the woman. And she got to us with her cart and she just stopped and stared at us as if to, as if to say, like, look at me. I'm standing here. Could you please move? So Avery and I pressed our backs up against the clothing rack so she could get past us. Right. I'm standing there going like, okay. Um, and so I looked at her. I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, I guess I need to make these aisles a little wider. Right. <laughs> and she just stared at me and she didn't say anything. And this is where my passive aggressiveness really kicked up a notch. So we stepped around the aisle. So we were just across from her. We were just separated by some fabric, you know, the clothing rack. And I said to Avery, we don't know what people have going on with them. So when they are rude to us, we just give them a little space because we can't control what other people do. But you know what? We can control our reactions. So as long as we're just as kind as we can be, that is all we can really do, you know? And Avery's looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> because I was, though I was talking to her, I was talking, speaking directly really to that woman. Well, indirectly, because it was through a clothing rack. But I just had to say something because I was going to freaking explode. I was so irritated. And I was more irritated with myself because I don't like that feeling of hating people. And I was hating on her big time and it is very uncomfortable and it's an icky place to be. It's not, and it's not me, but I have been feeling like this a lot lately, like just disgusted with people's behavior and grossed out by the politics in the world right now in general, and just feeling just beaten down and generally pissed off and just, and just totally done. And, uh, I know I'm not the only one this is happening to, I think pretty much everyone I know is feeling some level of this exasperation that I have never felt before in my life. Um, plus, I think a lot of us are questioning whether we might have some serious focusing problem or possibly have undiagnosed ADHD. Um, I have done all the online questionnaires and all those quizzes, and it seems like I have every symptom of ADHD. And I'm not saying that I have it. And I'm not making light of people who legitimately live with diagnosed ADHD every day. I am just saying 
that I have noticed a significant decline in my ability to focus. I can't, I can't even sit through a TV show in its entirety. Um, and I'm forgetting things more than I ever have. I mean, I've always been rather forgetful, but like this is next level. And I've been losing my train of thought. I've been losing actual things. I have been showing up to things like appointments and stuff at the wrong time or on the wrong day. Like it's gotten really bad. And I, I mean, I could go on about multitasking. I have never been a great multitasker. It hurts my brain, but over the past like couple years, I think it has reached an all-time chaotic level. And I mean, there are unfinished or half-started and then abandoned projects all around my house. I have stacks of to-do lists that I can barely even look at without feeling completely overwhelmed. And my sleep is completely in the toilet. And I feel like I am honestly failing at everything to some degree. It's not a happy feeling. However, I am not beating myself up over it. I'm trying not to. I'm trying to be, as they say, gentle with myself because I realize that we are all just holding on. We're all just managing, but it is, it's hard when we're feeling so beaten down after several years of a global pandemic and then all the other things going on. And, um, I don't know. I don't feel totally hopeless. There is hope, but there's just a lot of big changes and feelings and so many negative events happening in the world right now. And it seems like they're all happening at once. And it's, it's a lot. So, and even if you're not like a spongy empath, like I am, um, you're probably feeling the weight of all of it too. We are just absorbing and sucking up all of this negative energy and asking all these big questions. And there don't seem to be any satisfying answers. So it makes perfect sense to me anyway, to feel overwhelmed by it all and to just feel this need to step back from it all. And so that is what I'm choosing to do. I mean, I was always planning on taking a summer hiatus for this podcast, uh, but originally it was just going to be taking off the month of August, but I have decided for the benefit of my mental health and my physical health, we're just going to put the podcast on hold for the whole summer. July and August. So then we can come back bright and fresh on September 1st. So, because we love doing this podcast and we want to give it the love and the attention and the care that it deserves. So I think taking a break will help with that. And we have so many topics lined up ahead to discuss. And in order to do them justice, I want to come at them from a place of positive energy, not bitey, bitchy, whiny, half-assed energy. So, oh, and I'm also, okay, this is, you're going to laugh. If you know me in real life, you're going to laugh, but I'm, I swear, I'm going to step back from social media a little bit for the most part this summer. Not because I don't love Instagram and TikTok. Oh, contraire, I adore them. And that in itself is a bit of a problem right there because I find myself lost in Instagram reels and funny TikTok videos. And of course, they're entertaining and they're educational and everything. But for me and for most people, let's keep it real. Uh, social media is like potato chips. You cannot just have one. You dip your hand in to grab a handful, and then the next thing you know, you've eaten the entire bag. So chips are delicious in the moment as you're shoving them in your face, but then it's not healthy and it's not fulfilling afterwards. Plus, it gives me gut rot and um, a lot of swelling 
from all the sodium. So it's not good for me. So yeah, I'm not being completely unrealistic. Like I know me, um, I'm going to be back on the gram for sure, but I'm going to try to limit my time and my access to that kind of thing. And I'm still going to do some reels and create some videos, but not because I have to, but because I want to, because I love it. It's fun. And so I want to do that when it feels fun and when it feels right. And content creators who make videos to build their brand and they feel pressured to do so, I just can't, I can't relate. It even feels weird calling it content. It's just little videos about our life, you know, anyway, whatever floats your boat. Um, And I want to spend the summer finishing some of those projects around here that are just kind of like crying out for attention and then also doing absolutely nothing at all. And then doing everything with my family. You know what I mean? Like I want to live in the moment. I want to appreciate every second. And with all the distractions of deadlines and social media dings constantly like on my phone, pulling me out of my life, I don't, I don't want to do that this summer. And so I think this summer for me is going to be a little bit of a reset back to the more traditional old school kind of summer, you know, back to being outside until it's dark and eating popsicles and running through the sprinkler. Okay. Maybe not running through the sprinkler. (laughs) My neighbors do not need to see that. Um, This is going to be a summer of self-help books and meditation and deep breathing exercises and yoga and long walks and family movie night in the backyard and eating healthy things, but not just healthy things because popsicles and ice cream are a staple of summer, but not potato chips, because as we've established, I will eat the whole bag and they may fill me up, but not in the way that I'm looking for. So yeah, I'm going to do some self-help growth kind of stuff this summer. And if you want to read more about that and maybe try a few of the things along with me, I'd love the company. So feel free to check out our latest blog post on the website. It's about how to step away from social media and how to make yourself more unavailable, make yourself less available, I think. And it also includes a list of some of the the resets that I'm trying, including a karma cleanse. I coined that term. It was something I did about 10 years ago. And I actually had friends who were mad at me because I, it's a, it's a week long, or maybe I did a month. No, I think I did a month of a karma cleanse back in the day. And it's, uh, no negative talk, no gossip, no crappy reality TV, no upsetting news, stuff like that. And I had one friend who we used to be, um, reality show junkie, um, supporters. And we would talk, you know, after each episode and she was so mad that I would not partake. So (laughs) that friendship didn't last. Surprise, surprise. Anywho. Um, yeah. So I'm going to do that. And, um, what else? Oh, and I'm also (laughs) going to do something called, I have been doing something called scream therapy and yeah, I said scream therapy. Um, my bitey friend, the one I was talking about before, was telling me that she recently came across this scream therapy and how much she absolutely loves it. And I, I thought it sounded a little bit questionable. Um, but after reading more about it, I decided it was totally my jam. And there is a link to the philosophy behind it in the blog post. But essentially, it is screaming, like primal screaming intended to release anxiety and to flood your body with endorphins. And it feels really weird when you do it the first time, but it also feels 
absolutely spectacular. And uh, just FYI, I do not recommend doing it in your home if you have pets um, or if you live really close to your neighbors because they will very likely call 911. But a great place to do it is in your car where there's really good sound insulation. Um, But just be careful of your vocal cords, like seriously, because um, you want to scream enthusiastically, but if you scream too hard, it can actually hurt your, your, your throat, which I experienced firsthand. Anyway, and no, you don't have to go to a therapist or anything. It's basically just letting it all out and it feels bloody fantastic. So anyway, I have a stack of books that I'm planning on getting through this summer and um, I'm going to include the list in the blog post. But in case you're desperate to know what they are, uh, my self-help book list includes... Um, oh, and this one's waiting for me for pickup at the library, which I have to get it today because otherwise I'll get charged a dollar for missing my hold. I don't like that. Um, it's called Everything Isn't Terrible, Conquer Your Insecurities, Interrupt Your Anxiety, and Finally Calm Down by Kathleen Smith. The other one is 10% Happier, How I Tamed the Voice in My Head, Reduced Stress Without Losing My Edge, and Found Self-Help That Actually Works, a true story by Dan Harris. The next one is called Tired as Fuck, Burnout at the Hands of Diet, Self-Help, and Hustle Culture by Carolyn Dooner. And and just side note, um, diet. I am not a big fan of um, all the trendy diets, the fad diets, diet culture, diet culture language. Blech. Do not like all of it. Um, and if you have seen me on social media um, talk about Gina Livy, um, I am following her program and you can Google Gina Livy, L-I-V-Y.com and check out her program. It is so anti-diet culture. It's not about restrictive stuff. It's about being in tune with your body, about um, mindful eating and, and making sure that all of your meals and snacks are nutrient rich and um, that you're hydrated and you sleep well and you take care of your mind just as much as your body. So, um, highly recommend. Um, and the other book I'm going to read is called, I've already started halfway through. It's called how to be online and also be happy by Izzy beach. And this book was a beautiful, thoughtful gift from my friend, Sharon, who is also keen to take a few steps back from social media this summer, which is funny because she and I actually met on social media. We met like when Twitter first began, like back in the dark ages. And um, I mean, I love and appreciate everything that social media has provided for us. And because we both pretty much make the majority of our living on the internet. But I think we both simultaneously came to the conclusion that the balance between online and offline has just tipped heavily too far in one direction, you know, so we're trying to swing the pendulum back the other way. Anyway, um, that's it. So have a great summer, everybody. Avery and I will be back in September with a brand new season of a very bright life podcast topics. And we hope that you will come back and join us then. Well, Avery, what are you excited about doing this summer? Well, I'm going to go to the camp. You're going to go to summer camp? Yes. Are you going to be a counselor? <laughs> yes. You're, how are you so grown up and so responsible? I don't know because I was a baby and now I'm here. You were a baby and now you're here and you're so awesome. What else are you excited about doing this summer? To go on the boat with my aunt, my uncle, my 
cousins. What boat? Oh, you mean their sailboat? Yes. Oh my god. Has a bedroom. It has a TV kitchen. It's got everything. You can have a sleepover party at Mike and Tanya's sailboat. And where do Mike and Tanya live? In Lake Michigan. They live in Lake Michigan. They live near Lake Michigan, correct? Correct. And we haven't been there for how long? How many years now? Three years. It's been so long. I'm really excited. Me too. We, we're going in August. Woohoo! Okay, this is going to be a great summer. Yeah. I love you. I love you, Mama. This joke is for Uncle Mike. What vegetable do sailors avoid? What vegetable do sailors avoid? Lakes. Our jokes aren't the funniest, but we enjoy telling them. So there you go. All right. So that's it for today's episode. And we'll see you in the fall. And uh, I'm going to go to the website and fix all of the the links to the transcripts on the podcast page because they're just a hot mess. So I'm going to work on that. It's one of my unfinished projects. And we're also going to record a new outro because the one you're about to hear in a second, it's had its day. Okay. Have a great summer, everybody. And we'll see you in September. Bye. Thanks for listening. Your support means so much to us. So thank you so much for sharing the podcast and for leaving us comments and reviews. We really appreciate it. We are just thrilled to see this bright, beautiful community growing in this way. And if you know somebody who you think might enjoy this podcast, perhaps a disability family or just somebody who likes to chat, please send them our way. And if you'd like to leave us a comment or if you have questions or topic suggestions, you can leave us a comment on our podcast page on our website, which is linked in the show notes. Or if you want to get super fancy, you can leave us an audio message on the Anchor app. I know, it's super cool. Okay, thanks again for listening and we will talk to you soon.